Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, good morning, everyone. SEN Breakfast for the start of a brand new sporting week on 1170am in Sydney, 8.01am Central Coast, 1575am in the Illawarra, 90.3fm in Griffith. 1323 Canberra and of course across the globe via the SEN app and a good morning to our friends in Queensland tuning in via SENQ 693 AM and 1620 on the Goldie as well as through SEN track. You have us for the first hour before we hand over the reins to Pat and Heels. Julian King with your week. Network tends to Lisa Apps, my partner in crime. The final week of summer brekkie before we leave the key under the pot plant for Vossi and Brandy. Now, the open line number, we'd love for you to have your say on the program this morning. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, and the text line 0457 736 736. We'll catch up with our friend Lachlan McCurdy from Code Sports as we look ahead to the first test in Nagpur getting underway on Thursday. Hear all the action live right here on SEN. Without further ado, good morning to you. JA. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. You know, we had JA with JS for a big chunk of summer breakfast. Mm. Uh, JC was on last week. JM on Thursday, now JK and JA. It's interesting coming off the back of Joel and Fletch. Some say it's like, you know, Pete Townsend having to play a gig after Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> you know, Sugar, I believe at the start of last week, told producer Ben Rossley that he's just going to throw the book out the window. We don't know. It's like the box of chocolates. We don't know what we're going to get. I loved listening to it. Mm. It felt like an unconventional breakfast show, but um, I really enjoyed you know, listening to it. You know what it was? It was sports radio's version of Eyes Up Footy. Mm. Yeah, we're oh, probably yeah. more the Cooper Cronk and less Wes Patton, yes. I reckon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I actually started the morning off very positive this morning. Mm. Uh, I My, my car's <laughs> just getting a little repair done, so I had to take a Uber slash taxi. Couldn't get an Uber. I couldn't get a Uber. Couldn't get a Uber. So I actually called the taxi line for the first time in so long. Do they still have a taxi line? There's a taxi Is line. It a and I can remember something? it. You know, it was under my phone as Canberra Cab, so that's how long that I've used it. <laughs> it's a long trip from I'll be there in three and a half <laughs> yeah. hours, Dale. It's the same number everywhere. Mm. But the taxi driver said to me he has the best job in the world. He was the most positive. He just he was like yeah. he said, Oh, what are you doing? I said, Oh, this way and he goes, I've just got the best job in the world and I said, Good for you. Is that right? Bless him. Bless our cabbies. Yeah. I remember, um, I think it was Taxis Combined back in the old day. Double three two double eight double eight. Was that Taxis Combined? Oh, you're a bit younger than me, but double three two double eight double eight. Taxis Combined. I don't know. I just no. remember the jingle was like, one free cabs will get you there. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. so that's what I rang. <laughs> Did you do the standard cabbie talk where you go, hey, mate, what time you knock off? Yeah. You just started? <laughs> Thing you always say. It's been quiet, been busy, what you, mate. What do you do in the afternoon? Uh, oh, really? You start that early? Yeah. How long have you been driving cabs for, yeah, mate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. you must know Sydney pretty well. <laughs> yeah. Any famous people you had in your cabs? Yeah. That's oh, a good I one. didn't ask that. No, that's and the other one back in the day when you know petrol was really expensive, and it's funny we say that. Wouldn't we love to harp back to 10, mm. 15 years ago when we thought petrol was expensive, and they had the LPG tanks? Okay. How does she run on the LPG, mate? What's the, the LPG? The LPG, like the gas. So they oh, run on LPG, okay. yeah, LPG yeah. gas as opposed to, to petrol. Okay. A bit more fuel efficient. Right. right. And then sometimes you get those cabs that have that weird whistle and that <laughs> vicious pull to the left because they're yeah. in desperate need of a wheel alignment. Yeah, yeah. And you yeah. look at the speedo, they're not about 800,000 Ks. Yeah. So Good old Camrys. They're always Camrys. I'm a bit worried for my safety here. Let me tell you about my morning on the way in. Mm. 
So driving in this morning down Victoria Road, a road you know well, I was stuck behind a car going about 45 k's in a 70 zone. Okay, come on, mate. In, in the right lane, of course. As I approached, and I think it might have been a Camry, it had on the back a sticker, Canberra Raiders member 2022. But it, wasn't on the, but it wasn't on the bump. Well, for a brief moment, I thought, <laughs> is, she, is she starting early today? Uh, and I thought, you know what, this is odd because normally bumper stickers would go on the bumper bar. This yep. is sort of on the upper left of the curvature of the boot. Okay. So maybe it's covering like a rust hole or, or a dent. And I thought, okay, well, I know you're a mad Canberra Raiders fan and maybe this is a portent of things to come this week. Or maybe, you know, I'll be curious to hear your thoughts on, on Jack White and V. Latrell Mitchell so you know Canberra well, yes, right. So you're familiar with Walsh's Hotel. Yep, that's you're familiar in with Fiction Nightclub. How? What's the distance from Walsh's Hotel to Fiction Nightclub? Could if you walk it? The one that I'm thinking of, I think it used to it used to be another nightclub that I used to visit back in the day. Mm. No, it's not walkable. It's like in the it's in Canberra, so Walsh's is in Queanbeyan. Yeah. So that's a cab ride. That's a one three cabs. Is it? <laughs> okay, just drop your name. Half price. All right, <laughs> yeah. so. Uh, what are you made of all this? Um, all the reports coming through, still a bit hazy. There are charges, uh, resisting arrest, affray, and a few other things. From your perspective and from the information that we have at hand, do you think this is a storm and a teacup? Is it just a couple of blokes who've been mates for a long time out celebrating Jack Whiten's 30th birthday, had a few too many, and just having a, a, a bit of harmless hijinks on the Canberra streets? Oh, absolutely. I think it is. I, I, you know, I, I don't want to criticise the police because they have to do what they, they've got to do and it's a very tough job. But it felt very, very extreme to for them to press charges on two players that are sort of going at each other. I don't know about your mates, but my mates do this all the time. They'll get into like a little bit of a wrestle and then all of a sudden it's like one of them's really going at each other. It's a, is it a bloke thing? Because I never quite understand it. It could be a bloke thing. Oh, we've all done it, you know, and I did it back in, in the 20s, in, not in the 1920s, in my 20s, I should say. <laughs> uh, and I mentioned this when I was on air at Sports Central yesterday. It seemed to me from afar that a couple of mates were just mucking around, and that was it. Got out of hand. Should they have been there at that time, 3.45, no, or 2 o'clock or whenever the incident happened, no. Uh, they got to know better than that because they are players of some repute and profile. I understand that. But is it the worst thing in the world? It's a couple of mates who are a little juiced up just having a dig at each other. Oh, I think it's just such a male thing. Like I said, like I've got a friend even a, a couple of months ago who turned up at one of our uh, mate's weddings and he had a bit of a like shiner and it, it, the exact thing had happened. Got mm. into a, a like wrestle with another mate and was like, oh, no, he's a cracking bloke. We just sort of got <laughs> out of hand. Yeah. But the, the thing is, though, that I thought my first thought was, gee, that was – Silly for them because they could have got injured. Mm. So um, that was more the – and, look, obviously it's silly in general and we're not advocating for anyone to start, you know, boxing their mates. But um, I just thought the injury thing really concerned me. Surely they won't play in the All-Stars game now. I can't imagine how – I mean, the reports are at the moment that there's still plans ahead that they're going into camp. I can imagine that'll change very quickly this morning. Well, it was reported yesterday on Wide World of Sports. Uh, Tony Adams had the article. He said there was another NRL player there and some have questioned, you know, the credibility of a, of a fellow rugby league player at that time in the morning. saying so there was literally nothing in when it. When and, no and, and But also that the police were, were all over Latrell and he was actually screaming to get off. There's been a bit of audio. Now, this is courtesy of the Seven Network. Let's have a listen. My shoulders. There you go. So only brief, and you could hear Latrell Mitchell saying, my shoulders. 
and then an, another witness saying he's not doing anything. Yeah, so. it's hearing the girl, the female, it sounds like in the background saying he's not doing anything. You would think that if the things are out of control, you wouldn't have a witness in the background sort of saying like this is now a bit extreme. But yeah, I don't know. It, I, and, you know, let's hope his shoulder's okay. If you're a Souths fan, you go, oh, please no. Please no. Yeah. Does Bill Knowles work on shoulders, do we know? I know he does yeah. everything. I know he's a magician below the waist, Bill Knowles, with hamstrings and patellas and the rest of it. Yeah. The Turbo's come back fitter and stronger. Latrell came back fitter and stronger. And we believe Ryan Pappenhausen will come back with, um, you know, a knee bone twice as strong as the one that he initially fractured. Mm. So maybe Knowlesy, if his shoulders are out, can, can work on Latrell. Once again, give him a staff discount. 0457 736 736. That is the text line number. Hey, off the back of that, right? So you've got Jack White and Latrell having a bit of a, a biff, a bit of a play around. Can you think of two people that you'd love to see just sort of, you know, get it on? Oh. Oh my gosh, we're not advocating for that. What, just start fighting? Yes. No. No, I'm not saying for real life. We cannot life. be telling people. No, we're not telling. Like, for, okay, I'll give you an example. Okay. I, would, would you love to see, like, Ian Chappell and Ian both of them get on? Because there's, you know, there's no love lost between the two. <laughs> I'm not commenting on this. Maybe we could have an inter-SEN, um, like, fight night. Okay. Who would you take on? Oh, Jimmy Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I got Jimmy covered. You, there was not. You got to go. You got to aim high. Did you, not hesitate. You got to aim high. What? And and you just want to take him down? Yeah, big time. Who would I be able to? We got uh, Katie. But Katie, Katie's, Katie's not with us anymore. Katie's though. not with us anymore. Maybe Michelle. I reckon you could take out Lieutenant Dan. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's not very nice, is it? <laughs> Michelle Bishop. Well, I was just thinking we need another female female matchup. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I think I don't think Michelle and I would I, be very I wouldn't good. Underestimate we just start Michelle. Michelle she and scares I, me. Oh, you know, yeah. I I think Michelle and I would end up just start chatting though. And then we just <laughs> yeah. we'd forget why we were there. And make your way to fiction nightclub. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so White and Latrell, well, let's just sideline you for this. So White and Latrell, is there anyone else you'd love to see just get in a scuffle? Two sports stars that you'd you'd pay to watch get into a scuffle. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. I reckon Chapel of both and be a really good one. It was that great line where, you know, because they had this. Depending on who you listen to, you know, both of them says he clocked him, and Chapel said no, he fell off his chair, and then both of them allegedly said, "Come on, mate, let's step outside." And to which Ian Chapel replied, "Well, mate, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Because when you fight, you either end up in jail or hospital, and I don't intend to go to either for a bleep like you." <laughs> It's vintage Ian Chapel. Oh, speaking of, so Latrell and Jack White, we think, won't now play in, in the Indigenous All-Stars or the All-Stars game, and they've been dropping like flies, as you know. Mm. Nelson Osofa Solomona, he pulled out yesterday morning, no real reason given. He just said, look, my body at this time uh, is not ready physically for it. People go, that's, that's a bit of a lame excuse, isn't it, Big Nelson? Apparently, Big Nelson, we just call him Big Nelson. We never call him a Sofa Solomon. We just call him Big Nelson. It's <laughs> like Big Tino instead of Fasul Maliawi. We drew you to a dog bite. Oh. A dog bite. So they say dog bites man is is the ultimate news headline. Mm. So Nelson Asafa Solomon has allegedly, well, apparently withdrawn from the All-Stars Clash in Rotorua because of a dog bite. He owns four dogs, a Siberian Husky, a Staffy Bull Terrier, and two Dachshunds. And this is reported, I believe, in the Herald. It is not known which pooch delivered the bite. <laughs> Look, Siberian, uh, uh, probably not the Dachshunds because uh, he's, got, he's got big meaty hands. Yeah. I, I'd be surprised if the Dachshunds could puncture the skin of Nelson's yeah, mitts. Yeah, they're in the um, little... You know, well, Staffy Bull Terriers, they've got a reputation, don't they? Yeah. I mean, allegedly. We've mm. got to put alleged. We don't want to defame the dogs. Mm, that <laughs> poor man. You see what I did there? 
0457. It just puts a pause on his return. 0457 736 736. Oh, you're off to a fly. That is the text line number. And give us a call as well on the open line, 1300 01 1170. Uh, just back to cricket for a moment. We'll, we'll talk Big Bash final, a few other things mm. with Lockham McCurdy in the next hour of the program. But uh, unfortunate news for the Australians. Jaleesa on the eve of the first test against India in Nagpur. Josh Hazelwood has now been ruled out with an Achilles problem. And I'm a massive, massive fan of the Bendemir Bullet, but I... I just wonder now, I mean, how many consecutive tests can he keep stringing together? He missed a big chunk of the Australian summer with that side strain. It's he's 32 now, Josh. He's, it's like his body's made of glass, and uh, that is a bit of blow to the Aussies. Yeah, if you were, it was a younger um, player, if you were looking at... I mean, we know Pat Cummins had so many injuries back in the day that um, he managed to overcome, but when you're 32 years old and your body's starting to show you signs of breaking down, and particularly the... The schedule is just so heavy over the next five years, really. We know the next sort of five years. And um, the next year is is huge. Just having a look at the screens here. Trevor Lawrence, the rising young star quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, they've got this pro bowl going at the moment. He's a You think Cooper Connolly's an odd-looking individual. Trevor Lawrence looks oh. like a cartoon character, doesn't he? Oh, my goodness. He looks like a cartoon just character. Got the lo- I'm not sledging. Morning. It's just a, it's an impartial observation. I don't know if we've got his long the... blonde locks that he's got here, Trevor Lawrence. He's got lovely skin. He does. He does. He's, do you reckon he's got better skin than Chris Green? I'd love to see his rich, his beautiful skin. It's not as tanned as Chris Green. Uh, but there you... is not a wrinkle, uh, no signs of crow's feet. No, he must be. How old is he? Very young. I uh, can you just Google that for us, please, Lieutenant Dan. Trevor Lawrence, uh, he's 24. 24. Yeah, so, I mean, he's 24. Tom Brady's about 87. So he's got many, many years at the top. Yeah, Charles is not a fan of me sledging Tom Brady. And the, hey, listen, mate, it's not the Streisand effect, buddy. The more you tell people not to talk about it, the more I'll do it. Okay. Yeah. Tom Brady's 87 years of age. Uh, first test, Scotty Boland, you think could come in. Are you happy to go in with two quicks, though? Or do you think it just leaves us a bit short? I think it really depends on um, Cam Green and whether he's able to bowl or not. Um <laughs> Ideally, I mean, you'd have Cam Green in there and you two quicks and then you've got a couple of spinners. But um, I otherwise, I think, oh, I don't know. I guess it really depends on the conditions over there. Let's hope Cam, if Cam Green can bowl, that really gets us out of a conundrum. But he's not, is he? He's not. And the other concern but is with Mitchell Stark. Cam Green, yeah. he's still, he's been bowling a little bit. He's not completely ruled out. I'd be very surprised. Because especially in those conditions, they're they going to have to call him a lot. I I can't see how he's going to be bowling a lot of overs in that first test, if any. They did say, Andrew McDonald did say a couple of days ago that he's a lot further ahead than what he they thought he was. Like he, so he had the cleared from the doctor, I think it was about probably two weeks ago now. Mm. Um, and he hadn't been bowling in the nets. Uh, but then he has been now and they said he's a lot further ahead than what they thought. So, I mean, maybe he's good for a few overs. Can I just say, before we get to our first break, I had a toasty this morning. Then we had to hit the pause button to go and record our live reads. And I came back and it was cold. Marnus could be onto something here. It's not entirely horrible. That's about the nicest thing I can say about a cold toasty. It's not entirely horrible. Uh, so you, what, you're getting on the, you're going to put one in your pocket all day now? No, I probably won't do That's a bit weird. But that's what you hit us. Yeah, but he's a bit odd in that respect. I wouldn't put it in my pocket, but I'm just saying, if you don't have it scalding hot, you know, the temperature of mercury straight out of it. Not at all. Me I'll either. eat anything. I'll eat anything too. No, no, I went to Thailand and was eating crickets and all sorts of weird things. Oh, no, fish, I've I eaten mean, fish eyeballs. But I mean there. like just I, – I see, I think that's quite um, high end. So you don't sort of pick 
things out of your salads and no, no. but I'm saying like I'd happily eat a cold toasty out of a pocket. Okay. All right. So you're a woman of the people, if nothing else, Jaleesa. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. We'll get to your text as well after the break. Uh, there's a pretty thrilling finish in the National Basketball League. The Wildcats have got through to the finals by one point. So this is the thing, right? You see a lot of this in basketball where they just dribble out the clock. You said every point counts at the end of the season. It's like, oh, I won't bother attempting the goal here. Or every point counts because you could miss out in the finals by the matter of a point. And it's helped out the Wildcats in the end, thanks to the Kings missing a shot. So, you know, this is the thing. Hutchie's a Wildcats man. We're sort of Kings people here. Mm. So we've got to straddle the fence in this respect. It was a thrilling end to the NBL season. 0457 736 736. What are you made of the whole Jack White and Latrell Mitchell story? There's probably a bit more to emerge. I'd be very surprised if they do play in the All-Stars game. But uh, is it a mountain out of a molehill? Are we making too much out of this? Is it just a couple of blokes mucking around? They shouldn't have been there. understand that. But ultimately, no one's particularly hurt and they kept it amongst themselves. Or is it serious? So they grown men that should have known better. 0457 736 736. And off the back of that, uh, who would you love to see get in a scuffle? You grab the popcorn, <laughs> just stand around and just watch, you know, maybe behind the toilet blocks after school. Who would you love to see get it on in the world of sport? Up and running this Monday morning, Essie and Breakfast with Julian King and Jaleesa Apps. Yeah, Vossie and Brandy back on deck next week. This is the last week of the summer edition. Julian King and Jaleesa Apps in the chair Monday to Wednesday and then the missile on Thursday. And then Chloe Amanda Bailey will be my co-host on Friday. This is very clever. Uh, with regards, we're talking about Trevor Lawrence and says, uh, Trevor Lawrence won the, uh, <laughs> this is, <laughs> this is from Brian. Hi, JK and JA. Trevor Lawrence won the Jar Jar Binks look-alike competition. You're so mean. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to have an ounce of his ability. To the open line we go. Yeah, you're just uh, jealous. It is the Motorola open line, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Check out the latest smartphones from motorola.com.au. James, good morning. Good morning, guys. Um... Regarding this White and Mitchell thing, I think it's just a nothing, really, except when you read what they've been charged with. And my interpretation of it is two guys, gut full of grog in them, playing around out in a public street. Someone's got worried, called the cops. Cops have come and said, right, guys, that's enough. Go home. Go. And then they've been charged with refusing to leave an exclusion zone. Yep. So in other words, they've told the cops, no, get stuffed. And they've said, well, if you don't go, we'll lock you up. Whiten's then gone, they're gone, no. Whiten's gone peacefully and Latrell's gone, no, you can't touch me. And then bang, that's where he's got the resisting arrest. So it's two drunk guys having mucking around and except they thought they were bigger than what the law is. And so the cops just pulled the book on them. Well, Matt Rose, he's the No Matt- Limits boxing promoter, James. He's a manager for both of those players. And he said, look, there was nothing in it. They were just wrestling with each other. But Jack White was charged with fight in a public place, failed to comply with an exclusion direction, like you said. Latrell Mitchell charged with fight in a public place, affray and resisting territory public officials. So yeah, a little different to what Jack White has been charged with. We'll wait and see what the outcome is. Um, but it has been suggested that Jack White will accept... Uh, one of the charges, one of the charges, which is uh, the exclusion zone direction. You'll accept that charge, but we'll think about contesting the charge of fighting. Yeah, so that's in that case then, he's saying, admitting, yes, they told us to leave and we refused to leave. Mm. We didn't go. And that's what they're going to be in trouble for, not following the orders, even though they're out that late at night with why in the hell are they doing that much and probably got a really good regulation gutful or over-regulation gutful. And so that's what they're going to have to have the problems with, of not following the authorities. And that's where the NRL will crack down because it's not a good look. 
for them because they're going to say, well, the police told you to move on. Why didn't you move on? It is a shame that this has happened in the lead up to such a meaningful game too and with two such big stars of that game. Um, if we don't see them play, it'll be so disappointing that it's affected that fixture. Yeah. No, you're right. Uh, good on you, James. Thanks, you mate. Always good to hear your thoughts. And the thing about it is, is that, you know, this this ongoing debate between the NRL and the Players Association about collective bargaining agreements and the rest, I mean, it's basically just a PR battle at the moment. And the players have been on the wrong side of it. They've been labelled greedy, amongst other things, which is not strictly true. But it's taken the gloss off this because then it, what it says from the outsider's perspective is that there's a sense of entitlement or mm. uh, that players that can get on at 3.45, muck around at that time of the morning, somehow removed from reality. Yeah. I think there's a bit of that perception about this incident. Okay, the charges are concerning. It was it was silly. It was infantile. It was the rest of it. Um, from everything we've read and heard, you know, wasn't as big a deal as some made it out to be. It's not the greatest crime in the world, but they should have known better. Yeah, of course they should have known better. I just, I, I don't... I don't know. When I first heard it, and I first heard that they were, are you all right, Jules? There's something crawling Jules, in my arm. Jules is knowing you, because this is an audio medium, you can't see what's happening. Jules is fighting himself. No, I just saw some weird sort of <laughs> black started, thing crawling up my right arm. There was right literally nothing and, there. No, beg your pardon. <laughs> there the was size ab- of a house and it was coming was to my jugular. absolutely nothing except for you punching your own arm. <laughs> that reminded me one time. I think it was an ant and I was doing, I think I was doing crunch time, feeling it for you one day. On, on the Sunday, and mm. Brooksy just says, I'll look out for the spider champ. I thought he was joking. And next thing I see, this thing has descended from the light, came with about an inch of my eye, and it was about, I reckon, five centimetres big. A Are huge you spider. Of spiders? I'm scared of them, but if it's you're a, talking all of a sudden, scared? you look up, <laughs> it's the last scared? place you expect to see a spider right in front of your face <laughs> while you're broadcasting on air. I don't like the element of surprise that they bring. I I'm one of those people that if I find a spider and I don't want it in my house, I capture it and I put it outside and so, I find a nice little flower. Yeah, so, that's, so you get like so the Tupperware container and over the top and then slide the paper yeah. underneath I'm it. Not, and... Normally I just leave them. If they're a huntsman or if they're a daddy long legs, you can stay. Whitetail, I'm going to remove you. Yeah, You're definitely. a bit danger. Yeah. But huntsmen are good. They chew up all the flies and, and things. So are daddy long legs. But, you know, daddy long legs, they're, they're abusive. They'll keep breeding. And they're, it's like, come on, they're abu- Have you been abused by daddy long legs? <laughs> well, I've just, there's a lot of them now. It sounds, yeah, like, like, the, <laughs> sounds like the theme of a therapy session. <laughs> Uh, keep those calls coming in the Motorola open line one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Check out the latest smartphones from Motorola.com.au. We've got a stack of texts. We'll take those after the news headlines, 0457 736 736. Thank you, Vanessa. We are here thanks to Bryden's Lawyers, unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Bryden's Lawyers. This is the part of the show where you can have your say. Call us on the Motorola open line one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Uh, Motorola, the affordable smartphone, and the techs are flying in thick and fast, 0457 736 736. I'm going to give her up here. So, Jaleesa, who have you got on Thursday? So, James Magnuson. I mean, I just said, I literally said about five minutes ago, well, you're here through to Wednesday, and the missile, (laughs) James Magnuson will be with Who's on Thursday? I was so distracted by the fact that you were fighting yourself. You were fighting ghosts. I wasn't (laughs) fighting ghosts, all right? I had a a jack jumper ant, which are highly deadly. <laughs> and I needed to act, and I did in a uh, swift and calm, calm manner. Oh, it was not calm, and it Thank was not swift, much. and nor was there an end. <laughs> Go to the tapes. We're going to publish the footage here. Yeah, okay? we need to get the footage. Yeah, we'll publish the footage. <laughs> calm under pressure is what I was. Uh, Andrew from Merriweather, off the back of uh, Latrell and Jack White, and who would you like to see get it on? He said, "Oh, Zorba and Seabold would be interesting." <laughs> uh, oh, it seems it haven't covered because he's a bit older than Zorb. 
We've got to back in Siebes, though, don't we? Cause I, well, Siebes is a colleague. Correct. Is he still a colleague now that he... Yeah, once a colleague, always a colleague. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We call him a colleague. Yeah. He's, um, he's on the Christmas card list. I take your point, says Tim, that sometimes mates have a bit of a wrestle and it gets out of hand, but seriously, two high-profile footballers a week out from a pre-season game going at it in public place, not their finest hour. I can't disagree with any of that. Yeah, no, look, I agree. Perhaps I sounded a bit flippant when I said it was just, uh, you know, that I didn't think there was much in it. I guess I'm basing this on my own friends. (laughs) Look, it's not a shared WhatsApp video, is it? No, And I'm not saying that tongue-in-cheek, I'm serious. Like, those matters are far more serious than two blokes wrestling amongst themselves. Yeah, That's all I'm saying. They shouldn't have been there, they shouldn't have done it, but it's not the crime of the century, if indeed that's what happened. Yeah, and if police hadn't been involved, this would be literally nothing. Like, Mm. if you just saw a video of Luttrell and and Jack White and just having a bit of a wrestle, and even if they sort of seemed like there was a bit of spite in it, it wouldn't be as much of a story. It's the fact that you've had the police and the charges and everything like that. Uh, Matt, good morning to you. Not a good look for the players to be arrested drunk and fighting in the early hours of the morning when they're negotiating a new CBA, especially when they want job security and have been accused of being greedy. Yeah, it's a good point, Matt. We were discussing that before the news headlines. It's not a good look all around. And it's it's not, and it's disappointing leading into this this game. Now, just back to this question mm. as to you know who do you like to see get it on? Serbian Seagull, he's always upright and early. Jules, I'd like to see J.A. punch the tripod of J.S. <laughs> It'll be Jimmy Smith. Then knock Joel Kane on his derriere. I'd pay to see that. Oh, you can't knock Joel Kane. He's the sweetest man in the world. Yeah. I'll, I'll go with J.S. for you, though. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy don't have a lot of love in this room at the moment. I'll have a crack at Jimmy. No, we like to bring the big dogs down, the tall timber down, yeah. don't we? Yeah. Thank you, Serbian Seagull. Look, at the end of the day, look, J.A. is a lover, not a fighter. Serbian so Seagull, good. I'd like to know why you're up so early. What do you do for work? Text us in. We'd be curious to know. Yeah, actually. I just, I just, I wish I could text them back. Uh, Nathan says, morning team, is Nelson's dog named James Graham or is this another dog biting a storm player? <laughs> that's funny from you, Nathan. In fact, Nathan, just off the back of that, because that's quite sharp, you're our clubhouse leader at the moment, because the prize today, you'll never guess what it is, Jaleesa. Mm. What's our prize today? Um, I'm going to go with a Signet Power Bank. Oh, you saw the sheet, didn't you? A Signet Boost Power Bank valued at 60 bucks. It used to be fifty nine ninety five. Then it went to fifty nine ninety five. Inflation's affecting everything, so now it's worth sixty dollars. Your prize is worth more. Signet Boost Power Bank value at sixty dollars. A Signet Boost Power Bank will keep your phone, tablet, and earbuds powered twenty four seven. So we'll give it to the best texter or caller on the summer breakfast program today. That's pretty decent. Just back to Nelson. So hang on, he had his four dogs. We don't know which one bit him. A Siberian Husky, a Staffy Bull Terrier. And two dashhounds. That is a rather eclectic mix of canine. Yeah, I don't imagine all those dogs would they all get along? Yeah. Well, I would assume so. I mean, I don't know. Let's say the dashhounds get along with staffy bull terriers, the Siberian huskies. I don't know. Who'd win in a fight out of a dashhound and a staffy bull terrier? Uh. It reminds me of that joke where you know got the big dog, say like the what are the big ones like the Irish wolfhounds or Great Danes or something? Yeah, and takes on the Chihuahua. In a fight, they go, oh, the Chihuahua beat it in the fight because the big one choked on it. <laughs> but you always see, don't you always feel like when you walk past a park, there's always those little ones that are trying to take on the big ones and the big ones can't even see little them. Little yappy, yap, like, yappy ones. Yeah, yeah, and they're like looking over them. Like they can't even see where this noise is coming from. Mm. And the little one's just ready to go. It's like when you say, oh, you see those signs in the house that say, beware guard dog, and you go inside, it's a little yap, yap dog. Yeah. So, but they think they're a guard dog. They do. Yeah, that's the main and thing. And that's the most important thing. Yeah, you as believe long as it. you believe in yourself. <laughs> so you're telling a, a dash hound that it can take on a Staffy Bull Terrier? It, with enough belief. Yes. Have you heard of David and Goliath? I have. Good. Yeah. Reflect on it.
Okay, thank you. We're getting a bit biblical for the program this morning. <laughs> thank you. Don't quote Bible passages. Don't do that. <laughs> too early? Yeah, a little too early. We're going to this uh, Essendon, Andrew Thorburn areas now. Uh, or we're getting sort of rainbow boycotts, and I can't go through that again. Oh, it just gives no. me a headache. Let me get this right, says uh, Tabman64. Good morning to you. You're condoning no. two so-called adult males wrestling, wrestling at 3.45am. These two man children need to grow up and suffer any consequences that come their way. Teflon coded, so I'll assume no real consequences. No. Uh, there'll be not, consequences. We're con- and we're not condoning no. it. I was just saying that I, I didn't think it was um, unusual I mean, it is unusual behaviour, but I, I've seen it happen. You know, you've seen a gu- couple of blokes just. They're mates. At each They've other. been besties for years. Yeah, and it's just. And he was meant to stay at Jack Whiten's house. And you see it with brothers too. Do they reckon brothers just always have a niggle at each other? Do they what? I mean, I remember, it's not my proudest moment, but uh, my brother was beating me on the Atari many years ago. Oh, I'm showing my age. Here. How good's the Atari? The Atari's brilliant. 2600, greatest game in console, and I won't hear any other contenders. And he was thrashing me. He's what, about five years older than me. He knew he could beat me and he'd get under my skin. So I bang, laced out, the kick to the head, glasses gone, smashed everything. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Kick to the head? Yeah. Oh, that's a bit much. That's a bit much. That's worse than what we've yeah, seen. Yeah, but right I, hang on. I was trail. like, I was 10. I was not a grown man who should have known better. I was 10. So I'll defend myself here. Kick to so the I head. I defended myself against that jack jump around on my sleeve about 20 minutes ago. Did your brother get bigger and older and. He's not as tall, but he's more solidly built. Yeah. Far so, more successful. So then... Yeah, he's got the nice double-decker house in Mossman Could they, yeah. he have then taken you? Like, could he take you now? No, I don't think so. Oh, really? He might be listening now. Talk he about... might be. He, he, of course, he'd, he'd never concede that. Because bigger brothers always reckon they're better than little brothers. I reckon I've got him. Andy said, I'd like to see Sandra Sully take <laughs> down Jaleesa. Sandra's too nice. Sandra is lovely. She she could never. She was in the, um, the Formula One celebrity race. Many, many years ago, Sandra Sully, and she could get it around the track, apparently. So my old mate Kerry O'Keefe was in the same race. Um, somebody else was in there. Anthony Mundine and James Tompkins really? were in that race, right? And I think that was the year it was won by uh, supermodel Megan Gale's then boyfriend, some Italian dude that no one had heard of. What was this race? So before the Formula One Grand Prix in Melbourne, okay. they have like the celebrity race. I don't know oh. if they still do it. They chuck them all in. I don't know, like a Ford Escort or something. I don't and they zoom around, right? And, they, wow, and so they get cool. driver training and they're told, okay, well, whatever you do, don't wreck the car. The oh. Skull sort of jokingly said, you know, his came back, looked like it was detailed. But, I mean, you put highly competitive sports stars in a car, tell them not to wreck the car. It ain't going to happen. Yeah. So Mundine and Tompkins were going hard at it, right? Mm. And Chock, he tells a story about Chock coming in and Chock being Chock of the bravado. Oh, I'm, you know, the greatest of all time. I'm going to win this race and the rest of it. And then <laughs> he's at the urinal. Hey, Skull. Hey, Chock. How are you going to go, mate? Yeah, good. I don't know if I can win. So what do you mean? Where's his confidence? I think Tompkins has got me. And there's Tompkins there looking at how the car's tuned. He's in the garage and he's, he's all over it, the oh. technical side of it. And he's, uh, Joe, the legendary awesome foursome row of James Tompkins, very good in the celebrity car race. Right. Yeah, and Sandra Sully, not too shabby. Wow. How do you reckon you'd go? Go Souls. Um, given my driving, I reckon I could find a wombat. What? I, I'm known for hitting wombats. They can leave serious damage on the car. Oh, too. I know. I know, Jules. I've written off cars. Written, you've wombat. written off a car by ploughing into a wombat. On Christmas Eve at 11pm at night, when I was driving back to work a Christmas Day shift at Channel 9, I thought I left it to the last minute and I ride on the um, near Belangelo. 
yeah. State Forest. Do you get still a bit eerie driving past there because of the whole Ivan Milat thing? Well, or? it wasn't. I it wasn't great to hit a wombat at eleven p.m. on. Well, it's Christmas. not great to hit a wombat at eleven a.m. Well, on any day. Uh, I, mean, I rode off my car literally at eleven p.m. right at that forest, and this nice truck driver came over and. That was my only hope. He got me to Sydney. Yeah, right. Truck driver, Belanglo, he just hop in, Dale, you'll be right. <laughs> I was right, though. Yeah, well, you know, you, you gambled, you rolled the dice. Is the womp, how, what happened I to was the not missing a sh- Christmas day shift at Channel 9. Could you imagine if you called in sick mm. on that day? Oh, my goodness. Blame the wombat. Hey, what happened to the wombat? <laughs> uh, Is it in wombat heaven? I think the wombat got okay, to be honest. My car's in heaven. They are rock the solid. The Camry did not survive. They are rock solid. They are. It's literally like hitting a tree stump. They just rip the bottom out of your car. Yeah, and they do mm. square poo. Okay. Yep. We'll take a break. Vossi and Brandy here. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget, you can listen live to the show every weekday morning from 6 till 9. Tune in through 1170 AM in Sydney or anywhere in the world through the SEN app.